Welcome back to the game. Yam is updating us here with the Richmond Times Dispatch. Says Wentz has not thrown another interception this week. And that article was updated just an hour ago. So Except you know, today. I mean, Trev just talked that, about one. Today. Had that one, but that was so okay. But I think what maybe what uh, Yam's talking about, and he can clarify in the comment section there for us, is today's interception was the only interception so far this week. Hmm. Okay. And and it's fine. Again, if he has if he has fifteen interceptions or if he has Throw five. Him Throw him now. And it's and it's training camp. You you might do some things over there where you're gonna throw some passes that you wouldn't throw in a game, trying some things, learning new receiver routes. So it's not a big deal until it is. Mm-hmm. And we won't know that until halfway Saturday. through the year at best. Saturday. <laughs> I mean, we probably won't even know Saturday. You know what I mean? He might throw three passes on Saturday. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the preseason game in a little bit and how much we want the starters to actually play and everything like that. Since we're talking about Carson, he, he has had an up-and-down camp. It sounds yeah. like, Stoner, you're not too concerned about it. Trev, where do you where do you fall in this? Is, is there... Is there a, a, a good something good that's going to come out of this, or do we think that uh, you know maybe manage, managing expectations is better? I think managing expectations. We knew who Car- we know who Carson Wentz is before mm-hmm. the trade. We knew who he is when we got the trade, and we knew who he was when he signed the contract and hit the field for OTAs. He's the same Carson Wentz. The national media can drag him all they want to, but he has winning seasons. His his interception to touchdown ratios are always not uh, not that bad actually if you just take a look at them. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new team, brand new offense, brand new system, brand new culture. Like everything's brand new. The guy is he's human. He's allowed to make mistakes, like we just said in the last segment. If the defense is not causing interceptions or turnovers or inconsistencies, that's the bigger concern than the inconsistencies themselves. Yeah. So like it is what it is. I mean, it's Carson Wentz. He threw a left-handed pass in practice already, supposedly, like, earlier this week or last week. So, like, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's Carson Wentz. So, like, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm not – there's no need to track interceptions during training camp because that's not even a stat, <laughs> a legit stat. Right, so right. Like, they don't keep stats. No. Let it, him throw it'd be like uh, throwing touchdowns, right? Like, yeah. Uh, like, you know, he's, he's thrown 30 touchdowns. It – it's there's going to be some of that, and and Yam's talking bombs, about hurting bombs. That's yeah. what you should actually be reporting about and happy about, not the slant yeah. interceptions he's throwing. I I think that some of the some of these issues are going to get fixed. I'm with yeah. with you two on this one. It's training camp. This is where you're going to get the timing down, especially as a, a one. I don't think that others are getting a pass like Hertz or, you know, Daniel Jones. I've heard the bad reports about that. I saw, you know, <laughs> I, I have, you know, but uh, there's, there's some things that are, we're, we're just because you're a commanders fan, right? You're going to hear a lot more, right? You're tuned in to when the national media talks about mm-hmm. your yes. team, you're tuned in to, defend it. Mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to, so yeah. you're going to get defensive over, over that. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, really buy into a lot of what the national media is saying because a lot of them don't send anybody to the camp. They just kind of get some, some inkling from somewhere. It's kind of like the, the bar stool uh, sharing the OTA video, right? Like that was just like, that was months ago, bro. Yeah. (laughs) 
And That's so exactly right. You're going to get some, you know, garbage takes from that. Now, some of the beat reporters are kind of, you know, and I know that a lot of people don't like our beat reporters because they they think that they're negative. We particularly like our beat reporters yeah. here because they do give us that information. I don't think that they're necessarily negative, but they do have to cover the team as objectively as they mm-hmm. that they're supposed to. Yeah, they can't be. And thin. yeah, and so they're going to talk about how there is you know some inaccuracy stuff. You know, I just ask that you actually look at their accounts you'll see them post the good stuff you're probably just focusing mm-hmm. on the bad stuff <laughs> and i don't think carson Wentz is really having that bad of a camp stoner he's he not. said he's six and six at this point the yeah. yam, yam says that they updated the article and he hadn't thrown a pick in six straight pack uh practices so you right. know that he's having probably a better camp than what national media is saying Maybe not the best camp, but this is his first camp with this team, with this yeah. offense. He's still learning Terry McLaurin because Terry McLaurin, you know, sat out OTAs mm-hmm. for the contract. So there's still some chemistry getting there. So I think that we're gonna we're gonna see some of that. Now, and, and why do we have to put a narrative on what his training camp has been, or what Jalen Hurts's camp has been, or what mm-hmm. uh, who's that donk in Pittsburgh? The Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky, you know, why do we have to put a narrative on their camp so far? Mm-hmm. Because it means nothing. Nothing. The people they're throwing to probably won't even be there on Sundays when it matters. So it's like we can we can talk about what they do day in and day out, good and bad, just like Nathan was saying. We can give the reports, you can give opinions on how he's looked. All of it means nothing. We don't have to have this narrative either way until it comes to the regular season and you get a one-loss record next to the team. Then you can start saying, okay, maybe camp was an indication of how the season went. Or the camp means absolutely nothing. They, we say this all the time. When it comes to the real bullets are flying, that's when we're going to know what, the, what he is as a quarterback. And and the same with all the quarterbacks on all the teams, so just just kind of let it play out. Yeah, We're starving for football, point. so we want to ha- we want to make these big declarative statements about what's going on. Just relax and let's let yeah, it play. These out. same these same ones that are are pointing out his flaws are the same ones running up to the to the rope to get his autograph at training camp. So yeah, I don't want to like That's I right. don't want to hear that. So. <laughs> Get, get, get his autograph, get the pictures. I'm going to touch on this one real quick from uh, Yam as well. Uh, anyone notice how there has been like no noise coming out of Indy training camp either? Like the only things I have seen from camps making news is Washington and Philly. I've seen a lot of news coming out from various camps. Uh, Dallas was, was making uh, the rounds just a few days ago because Dak was sacked like three times in one play and the fans were getting mad at them. Mm-hmm. Threw one in Philadelphia bad passes. You've seen Justin Fields bad passes. You've seen Dan uh, Jones bad passes. The I've seen a lot was, about Indy too. Yeah, Indianapolis, I think the big news is Matt Ryan hasn't been throwing interceptions. He's been looking good. And I'm putting that in quotations for trash, our audio man. listeners. <laughs> but uh, I I have my doubts, right? This this reminds me of you know the preseason. Washington went 4-0. We thought that things were mm-hmm. going good. Stoner remembers right. this. I remember oh, yeah. that too. Danny and, Werfel. Uh, yep. 
and everyone thought this is it. You know, you know, that's the old ball coach has figured out the NFL and they're going to just absolutely smoke them. And then it was an awful season. And plus, and and plus all of that information that you're not getting, it's because it's not in your orbit. It's not in your world. Your world is Washington. And a little bit out from that is the NFC East because that's relevant to Washington. I mean, of course, have you heard, have you heard one thing about, uh, let's give me a, give me a team, the Texans. Dolphins, the Texans, yeah, I have. you know, not, you've not heard maybe one blurb from two and a half weeks maybe. of camp for all these other teams, right? You yeah. just, you just don't hear about these things because it's not in your orbit because you don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care what's going on in Patriots camp and I don't care what's going on in Broncos camp or Seahawks. I don't even care what's going on in Philly Giants or Cowboys yeah, exactly. camp. But I'm just saying, in general, when people don't hear what's going on in these other camps, is because it's just not in your orbit. Well, if you follow, yeah, if you follow on Twitter, on Twitter, if you follow 17 different beat reporters, Twitter, like we all follow 17 different Washington beat reporters, then you're going to get all of that. And like I said, you'll get a little bit of that NFC East because that's kind of close to the, to this world. So that's why you don't necessarily hear all those things and you might just hear about what nathan was talking about when dak gets sacked on three or three times on one play basically and trayvon diggs is getting burned burned by nobody by nobody (laughs) kyle hamilton is that man deleted his twitter yeah yeah, he did say he deleted he he was like it's toxic no bro you just can't handle the heat man you can't handle the heat well because it is toxic Let's not. It, let's not. Twitter can't. You know, Twitter, Twitter will definitely be here. toxic. That's he fair. had Twitter the I day before. Okay. He, yeah. And it was toxic. <laughs> and he had enough t- of that. The I don't timing of it was pretty bad. One of the camps that you might be paying attention to. I'm going to slight detour here to take a All question right. from Pro Health Central here. Yeah. Uh, is the Chicago camp Ooh. because Raquan Smith? I'll take him. Demanded a trade. Right now. Is this something he Pro Health Central asks us? Do you think we should trade for Raquan Smith? Can I, I, before, before you answer that, Trev, that's, nah, that's a pro health central. That's just kind of like a weird, like to be in a Washington commander's. Hey, we'll take podcast. it. We appreciate I mean, we'll PHC. It. We'll take PHC watching is this it, all is day. It yeah, yeah, cool. Ryan? Is that who we'll that is? Is that DEA Ryan? DEA Ryan? DEA Ryan. Okay. Hey, could be, man. Um, I don't know. Do we make a trade for Raquan Smith? I mean, that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. No, dumped. nah, don't do it. It's no point. Stone, are you gonna take? You're gonna go opposite of us. I mean, I mean, if you again, if you look at it, do you want Roquan Smith in your lineup playing football? Oh, sure, a billion times out of a billion. But do you want to pay the price for what it's going to take to get him, which is probably going to be a starter and a yeah. draft pick? And he makes seventeen million this year. Oh, yeah. And he's a no free way. agent at the end of the year, so you might be just be getting a one year rental because you're going to have to pay him probably twenty something million next yeah, year. Nah. Are you we willing to pay that for a linebacker? In which the linebackers, kind of like running backs, have been de-emphasized in the NFL. Linebackers have been kind of de-emphasized. You see, unless you're Von Miller or Bobby Bobby, Bobby Wagner, but yeah, I mean. 
there's definitely there's definitely a couple you know but they're specialized right they're ones that can go after the quarterback or they're rangy ones that can yeah. cover and he's that You're, guy he's that dude he's a he is a he's an all pro you linebacker. want him on your team but do yeah. you want to pay the price for what it takes to get to him get rid of david america with for him he's a starter yeah, well, yeah. A lot of people are with e- EP on this one, saying that they would give up Deron Payne. I would not. I would. I wouldn't do. That. No, uh, let that I man ball out Deron this year and go get him a contract for somewhere else next year. That that's honestly where a lot of people and 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 that's probably not the worst trade asset to give because you like Corey talks about you're going to have to pay them right, so yeah. you can kind of do this. So because here's the thing, this organization isn't as Stoner mentioned, going to trade away a player and some draft assets to not sign him, right? You're going to want that long-term. This isn't a team that's looking for a one-year rental. They're yeah. not, their their yeah. Super Bowl window isn't that tight. That's so right. they're just not, that's why I'm, I don't think that they should trade for him. You know, let that situation play out. Chicago probably doesn't end up trading them anyways. Probably not. They might hit up free agency next year, and then maybe you can roll the dice and get them there. But there you go. It's, See, we just solved the problem right there. We just, here we go. We just settled it. We'll the get, answer we'll is no. Do not trade for next year. That's right. <laughs> Back on Commanders Camp here. Another yeah. one of the things uh, we've been tracking rather closely was mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel's play no play. Right, yeah. whether or not he's practicing or not practicing now. We talking about practice here, not the game. <laughs> yeah, practice. Practice. Trev, he was at practice today, mm-hmm. and he was he was moving around. How did he look? Like he's ready to go week one. Yeah. Like like he torched us when we played them the last time we did before we got him on our side. And he that said that ready. Too, right? He said he's he's yeah. he promises. I, he said I guarantee I'll be there week one. Yeah, he said that. So. And uh, he he interviewed with JP after practice today. I caught that a little bit on Twitter, and he said twenty one was more mental than physical, and he's putting that behind him. And he wants to get to back to what got him here, like the player he was. Hmm. He said some cool quote. I forgot what it was. I have to go back and look at it. But yeah, I mean, he was out there running around, flying around, catching, not showing any hesitancy, like any uh, what's the word favor to his injury or anything like that. Like he's. Hmm. Diving all over the place, hitting the ground, no pads still, making contested catches. So he's yeah. fast. He's so fast. Stoner, you were out on him just yeah. last week. He sure. missed four practices in a row. I think it was three practices and, and an off day. off day, right? Yeah. Uh, but he's been hitting these practices lately. Yeah. What, what do you think of this change? Good for him. You practiced. Good job, man. <laughs> You're doing what everybody else on the team does every single Stop. day. Finally. No, I'm still, I'm still pretty much out until he can prove it to me, right? I mean, okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you a hypothetical. Trev, I'm going to ask you first. If Terry McLaurin was missing this sort of time that Curtis Samuel's missing, would you have a problem with it? No. Nathan, would you have a problem with it? I, I just – it's practice, right? So who? Okay, like- so you're both no's. Yeah. That's fair. Why? Because <laughs> Nathan's about to get that fence answer. You know him. He goes both. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, straddle straddle the fence. Uh, no, I mean, th- this is a veteran a player, right? Why would I not have a problem? Yeah. Why would you not have a problem with Terry McLaurin missing the kind of practice that Curtis Samuel's been missing? Because he's our 
prized possession on offense outside of quarterback. Okay, fair. What, You've seen and, him produce. Yeah, you, you know, know what he's yeah, capable of. Yes, that's yeah. the point. That's the point that that's I'm trying to make. For. Right? You but, know what Terry McLaurin can do because he's proved it year in and year out. Curtis Samuel hasn't done that here. Bro, he, has, he doesn't but, built that equity. But but, so he, but the reason why we it. have him is what he's done to us personally mm-hmm. and in the league. That's he's yeah, the yeah. original. Rio said it. He's the original Debo Samuel. He really is. Yeah. So yeah. we already know what he has. The OG Samuel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not saying that he hasn't proved he's capable of. He hasn't put up big seasons. Look, he's done some, had some big oh, games, yeah. especially against us. I mean, his biggest season was like 800 yards or something like that receiving. So, but he just doesn't hasn't built up that equity with this organization. So no. therefore, so therefore, I'm still out on him until he proves otherwise. I gotta move this cat. This cat's gonna turn off. We my got host. we got cats galore here in the chat. People are noting um, noting that Kobe's right behind Trev's head. You can barely see it. You can kind of see him licking and and the ears in the background. But so, yeah. sorry. I think I'm not out on it as much as you are, is because Ron Rivera is the coach and he knows Curtis Samuel. Yeah, mm. I think that's kind of why I'm like. Is it like what Corey says here in the chat? I think they're not—they're not trying to show too much when it comes to Samuels because of all of the role he'll be playing. He'll be lined up all over the field. You know, I think that's part of it. That's a good spin. That's that's probably like twenty-five percent, but I think it's honestly because of his groin injury because he's fast and he's a receiver and like you need your legs and that speed to in order to be where he wants to be. So I'm praying they they have a plan. I'm praying that he proves me wrong. He will prove okay? you wrong. I hope he does. And he's going to play on here, Saturday, too. You'll and see I'll it. eat my crow and all. He's not playing Saturday. He's Zero playing Saturday. Saturday. Zero. And by the way. You want uh, a dollar on it? Dollar. I put a dollar on right now. He plays. It's Carolina. Yam, he's playing. Yam, Why as, wouldn't he as, play? As EP said, Yam, by the way, don't worry about it. That's what we like to see. Yeah, we Why wouldn't he play? All the comments coming through. Um, he hasn't because played in a year. they're not going to risk that. They're not going to risk that. He can line up, and he doesn't have to catch I mean, the ball. He can what, run a route. Look what Jacksonville did in that first game. They had, like, 15 starters who were not playing in the first game. He's not going to Because they got four he games. Doesn't. He I can't even practice. The Hall of Fame game. Yeah, the teams that have the Hall they'll of Fame game Saturday. have an extra game. Oh, that's yeah. true. Good call. Yeah, they'll yeah, play on Saturday. Our I offense, Curtis Samuel is playing on Saturday. Zach Selby last night on full press coverage, me and Jeremy, George Carmey said, he looks for the offense to play two to three series this Saturday. But not I, we'll everybody. get to that. We'll get to that too. Is on Chase show, Rouye but... gonna play? No, but Curtis oh, Samuel is. He's not you got it. Why not, bro? You got to see him in game speed, like you said. Here, here's what you're gonna game do with Curtis Samuel. Okay, you're gonna have him run probably six routes, and he's not gonna be if if he's out on the field. I would be shocked if I they even... run the ball. They are not going to let him block, right? They're gonna. They're just going to. I'll, I'll put a dollar on I'll it. A dollar. He has one catch. One catch for seven yards on Saturday, right Zippy. there. Not only, I mean, can I can I get another dollar on that if he yeah. does play and I lose my dollar? Can I bet yeah. a dollar he doesn't get a catch? Yes, you can. Okay. No, I don't, right. I just don't think he's going to play. They're I'm just, not going to do a dollar on a catch, but he's going to be out there. Terry's going to be out there. Jahan's going to be out there. Diami. Curtis Samuel's out there too. Yam yeah, says Curtis needs reps against coverage. I know Thank people you. are like injury, but 
but he needs the work, even if it's only one to two sets of downs. Thank you. Practice. Do it in practice first. No, that's what preseason is for. We're playing. We're playing the who? Who are we even playing Saturday? Carolina. Yeah, exactly. He's definitely gonna play. It's Carolina. See, here's uh, Richmond. I I love Richmond John. He's he's awesome. By the way, Um, he asked uh, JP Finley uh, if the ramping up and back down is a Samuel and his agent thing or Commanders thing. No answer. And B Mitch said it's an uncommon approach. Friends with the trainer, for what it's worth. And I believe I said this last year. Maybe it was in the offseason, whenever. My sources have said, the guy doesn't love football. The guy got his money, and he's and he's content. Okay? That doesn't mean he's not going to play, and that doesn't mean he's not going <laughs> to do well, but he just doesn't have the desire. Get that music, Nathan. Be great. That conspiracy theory. That sounds, that sounds like a conspiracy. You can call it a conspiracy theory. I call it a source. All right? So you <laughs> Your source like- is the conspiracy. <laughs> we got a we got another source uh, information coming up a little bit, but I want to I want to keep it on the field. We've talked about two of the three receivers so far. Let's yeah. uh, let's talk about our rookie receiver Jahan Dotson. Trev, you said that he and and a lot of a lot of the media is talking about him. Logan Paulson said this just today, or maybe it was yesterday. He's the best wide receiver out on in training camp right now. Better than better than our man Terry. Oh yeah. I, what I'll, what did is yeah. that what you see? You co-sign yeah. uh, Logan Paulson there? Yeah, because you see a little rust with Terry. The chemistry is not there with Carson as it is with Jahan and Carson. Jahan's had a little uh, extra advantage with that OTAs, the camp out in California too as well, mini camps, all that stuff. But I mean, Terry and Carson definitely look better than they did day one of training camp, but. That chemistry with Jahan and Carson has been there since day one of training camp. Mm-hmm. And he's Terry Jr. His route running is ridiculous. The, the, mm-hmm. the small, the dude has the hands, hands of, mm-hmm. of a baseball glove. Like it's just, he catches everything. Like his, it's just. And, and that's nothing but good news yeah. for not just the team specifically. That's good for Terry, believe it or not. It's a good pressure off of him, bro. He's going to have yes. a lot of less pressure. And as we talked about, you might have less catches, but his catches are going to be more impactful because he's not going to have three guys on him or and I noticed, having to go up and get him all the time. I noticed, at least from today and highlights and stuff, it seems like they're using Terry as their deep guy, more of a deep threat this year, this go-round, and having Jahan kind of mm-hmm. do something similar what Terry was doing last year and year before, running those intermediate routes those posts, those fades, those drags, slants, all that stuff, and then to yeah. have an opportunity to run without uh, after the catch. That's what I've seen so far. So yeah, when healthy, this this one two three punch of wide receivers is one of the faster. Uh, Everybody's groups fast. In the, they, oh, the whole they got group some, minus they got Cam Sims is fast. There. Minus Cam, got, they, you hate Cam. I don't think I don't think Dax Milne is a speed. That's kind of fast. Yeah, he's a punt he returner does, for he, a reason. He, That's well, speed. He, he runs a good route, is what he does. <laughs> he runs a good route. That's that's the as SYG. much as that's SYG as much as I'll, I'll give you there. Um, there was one <laughs> other thing that happened girl. at camp today, yep. and that was the scuffle between Shaka oh, Tony and Curtis Hodges. Yeah, we did not get yet. to see it. 
Um, it was way over there. It was, yeah. yeah, it was. I hear it was rather small, mm-hmm. and there yeah. was it was Shakatoni didn't like the way that Hodges blocked him, yeah. ripped off yeah. Hodges' helmet. Uh, Almost, but then that was that was it. Yeah, that was. Samus Reyes you know, was in there. They said. Yeah, Samus Reyes and, and uh, Montez Sweat Ooh. got in there. Yeah. Samus Reyes is a, he's he's not as tall <laughs> as some of the other, but the dude's jacked. We got a yeah. bunch of jacked dudes on our on our squad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the kicker is jacked. Like I mean, Joey Sly, goodness. you would think he's an arm wrestler or like a professional wrestler <laughs> turn kicker. I don't know, looks bro. Like a, looks like he could pl- play linebacker if it wasn't for that injury he had last no year. No wonder he's trying to make that tackle. Imagine if he caught that returner. He probably would demolish that dude. He'd have pummeled that dude. Except for the old hamstring going poop. Yep, poop. Yeah, poop. Yeah, I don't think that's a big deal. Those yeah. things happen all the time. Yeah. Well, the other news to come out of camp this week was the firing of Sam Mills III, the defensive line coach, something that we kind of said was probably going to happen this year. Mm. Yeah, It actually happened this close to preseason game one. <laughs> yeah. A little, little odd on the timing. Very odd. Stoner, what do you make of it? And I know that you got a source here. Why don't you hit yeah. us with that? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have probably already heard a lot of this. First of all, it is very, very, very odd timing. And I have a theory about that I'd like to throw by y'all after after I tell you about what the source has said. <laughs> the, the source has said, basically, and I've confirmed this. Uh, let me just say it, two sources. I confirmed it with a second source. It's a lot of sources They've, right now. <laughs> they have said that <laughs> Sam Mills, yes. that, the, that the players. Yeah. yeah. Could not mm-hmm. stand. Yeah, I heard. Can okay, I'll Three. piggyback that. My boy Daryl Jackson from today uh-huh. made that same exact comment. Could not stand Sam Mills, and this John Allen is on on tape today saying that he and he's, Sam he's were Catholic. What's he supposed to and say? And by the way, and by the way, Nathan, <laughs> Jonathan Allen could not stand Sam Mills. Jonathan Allen was I don't want to say the ringleader of the group that didn't like him, but being that he's the captain, he did not like Sam Mills. And so there was that conflict there. And that's, I think eventually what ultimately led to the fine. Now here's my theory. Okay. Last year we had heard these things. The defensive lines had fights in the locker rooms, right? We had heard that actual Mm -hmm. physical fights, not pushing and shoving fist fights in the locker room. Right, they had the stuff on the sidelines that defensive linemen were doing. So we've known about the uh, the disconnect really with the defensive line. And again, you've got these four first rounders and all that, and they're mm-hmm. not performing well. Right? Yep. We heard from JP Finley in January when JP Finley said he would not be surprised if Sam Mills is not back in 2022, and he did come back. Ron is a very loyal guy right you can just look at his front office look at his coaching staff look at all these players with all the they're called the commanders for a reason he's very loyal to all these people and i think he probably should have fired sam mills at the end of the year but he's too loyal to him sam mills has been with them since 2011 right Mm -hmm. he's been with them all these years so he's very loyal to them and he didn't want to fire him so this is what I think happened. 
This is just complete theory and tell me what you guys think. When he went away for a couple of days, right, to um, Hall of Fame, to the Hall of Fame ceremony for his father, right? One of those days was an off day anyway. So really he was gone for like one day, which was Saturday before this past Saturday. Yeah. Right? I think the team, the defensive line, went to either Jack or Ron and said, look, we can't do this anymore. We can't have Sam Mills as our coach anymore. We just can't do it. We can't take it. We're underperforming because we don't believe in his philosophies. And then when Sam came back, Ron had to tell him. He said, we can't have this anymore, right? And a lot of people will say that, hey, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Just don't worry about the whole coaching thing, right? But you, all of us here, have been in situations in a job and how much that we love our job and we wanted to be able to play or we want to be able to do our job very well. But if we have coworkers or if we have bosses that we just can't stand, we're going to underperform at that job. For no sure. No matter how good we are or no matter like how to say, well we happy perform. people are productive people. Right. Yeah. What I, so I think that they just said, look, we just can't do this anymore. We can't keep button heads. In the, and I've heard in the meeting rooms, there were almost physical fights with the coaches and the players on the defensive line. So I think it just came to a head, and Ron just finally had to say, look, I love you, dude. You've been with me for 11 years, but we got to do it. We, we just have to because the defensive line is not performing to what it should be. And, and that's they my did, theory. They did come out and say that you – know, Ron came out and originally said that it was a difference of opinion. You can say that uh, Sam Mills saw himself as employed, and Ron saw him as unemployed. Unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, what's your take on the situation? See ya. Uh, Corey's comment about, if you can bring that back up again, about Mills never played professionally. My boy Daryl Jackson told me that same thing, too. He said he did the research, found out that he never played professionally, so how did he have a job? And he thinks... I, I don't know. necessarily believe in that, but okay. That, and that's, like, that's I, fair. I mean, it's fair. And also, maybe his father had a role into him being the coaching this for this long, I don't know, just something like that. Because oh, some know, like, like nepotism that you see. Yeah, in, but like today, you saw was... you saw the difference in the energy today. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember, it was during I guess on the far field, either nine on nines or seven on seven, something like that. And the defensive line was on the sideline. It was Payne, uh, Mathis, Allen, and maybe Sweat over like by themselves working with Coach Z. He had the arm thing on, and they were doing the rip moves just by themselves, like. Asking him, engaging, like, and he was giving energy back. You just see the difference today already. And he yeah. walked through the tunnel on the way out or whatever, and people were like, congratulations, Coach Z. And he was like, thanks, thanks. Like, very business. That dude's Jack too. Like, yeah, I'm telling y'all. He, he, he wore his little brother's shirt and shorts today because that man was <laughs> he like. <laughs> he's showing he, it And off. he walks like, he's like, but he's nah, like, so. There. Sam Mills, probably a great guy. I mean, you guys found that clip. Uh, somebody interviewed him. Like Monday after practice. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, uh, Linnell. But yep. like mm-hmm. the way, if you, if you after yeah, this Linnell. and after like saying this, you go back and watch that. His whole demeanor in that interview. You coached monsters of men, okay? Like you should have some kind of fight. Like Jim Tom Sula, he might not have been great, but he had that fire. Dan mm-hmm. Campbell is the Lions' head coach. He has that fire. Like Robert Sala, mm-hmm. he has that fire. Like. 
our defense line coach was like, yeah, man, like, I'm really happy where Chase is with his rehab. It's going great. I'm excited my, for this My year. counter like, argument to that is Joe it. Gibbs, right? Oh, okay. Who, 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 what well, are you going to do? Belichick. Belichick, Belichick, <laughs> Belichick gets fired up when things don't go his Yeah, but way. also Belichick never played professional football. Oh, yeah. Oh, as right. He's as also that a comedy, genius. And right. so that's one saying, thing. And so, that, but yeah, I on that particular comment there, right, you yeah. have to – it's not about necessarily having played at, the, at that superior level as Doug had brought up. Uh, and Allen men- does mention, Jonathan Allen does mention about learning from those who have played at the highest level. Here's the thing, though. You also have just have to coach at the highest level, right? You have to coach people mm-hmm. to their highest level. And that was something that I don't think we were seeing from Sam no. it consistently, in right? And I think that kind of got there. I don't mind a mild manner demeanor because, again, Coach Joe Gibbs mild mannered, right? I, so yeah, but you're, but you do kind of want, you know, when you're talking about your players, you want to see some passion coming from that. Fire. But, I mean, look, Warren Sapp's been with the squad for two weeks, and that man's got more fire already from just working with them for like three days a week for two weeks, more than our coach. Like he's telling us. More about the defensive line than what Sam Mills has ever even like making them show or even say. So like, get him out of here. Well, we're <laughs> gonna find out. We're gonna find out, right? If this defensive line starts showing out, then we're gonna say, well, we can see where the problem was. But if it's the same thing, then then Jack the Rio is next. Well, no. <laughs> then you start saying, okay, you zip it. It's you. It's not the coaching. Right. Because it's the players. we replaced. Yeah, we've replaced your coach. Yeah. So maybe it's you. Maybe you start to look in the mirror a little bit. Then. Trade the whole damn line then if that happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll do see you think do you out. think Sam Mills played a part in Tim Settle leaving the team? I yeah. thought he played and a part. Ionitis too as well. Ionitis. Mm-hmm. I've heard he and Ionitis did not get along. You know, so, uh Ionitis still has HTTR in his Twitter profile. I thought that was Yeah, he says Carolina Panther lineman but then it has HTTR after that so I was like yeah that's that's dope but doesn't but doesn't that kind of make sense when when uh you know you could have basically had him for for the same price that that he went he's in Carolina right yeah, yeah we'll see him Saturday so you could have had him for the same price but you got rid of him you cut him right why because he wasn't productive I mean he was yeah. productive he was. He was so yeah, there was he, obviously he had something there with the yeah. coach. Now Settle's different because Settle it was his choice. Right. Right? He was his choice to leave. But maybe free that's agent. why because for of Ionitis, he didn't have a choice. So I think again, that was button heads. You could have had him for the for a cheap price, basically, for Ionitis. So I don't know. Well now we're, we're gonna find, find out. out real quick, I think, the, seeing how the defensive line performs. And if they're still the same, then you just got to say it's the players. It's we overdrafted guys, whatever. So we'll we'll see. Well, some of those people that we drafted are making noise on the first unofficial death chart. That includes Jahan Dotson being listed as uh, a starting wide receiver. So yeah. he is starting alongside Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin. The first depth chart let's get this yeah. out of the way doesn't mean anything that's right? why it's unofficial doesn't mean anything 
But is there any nuggets that you guys liked to see during this? I know our listeners, or especially our avid ones, are going to talk about Wes Schweitzer there uh, being the backup right guard. They love themselves some some Schweitzer. Yeah, yeah, but is do. there anything that you guys really noticed here in the uh, in that first unofficial depth chart? No, I'm I didn't see any. Here. Yeah, I didn't see anything sort of glaring that stood out with the depth chart, nothing that scares you, nothing that jumped out at us, right? Especially when most of us are really tuned into what's going on. Like we talked about before, we didn't see anything that made you say, well, wait a minute. I thought so-and-so was playing bad, or I thought so-and-so was playing better and they should have been higher. I didn't see really anything that, that concerned me. Uh, or jumped out at me, really. Sam, they had Sam Howell as quarterback three, which I thought was just <laughs> we know you atrocious. love Sam. Howell. Like that, that, that was just wait. I mean, I know it's unofficial, so I'm not that worried about it. But like, just seeing him at quarterback three was like, ah, uh, I, I thought that wait was supposed to be quarterback two. But is he doing else? a bit? <laughs> he's doing a bit. He's no, I mean, he's doing a bit. You don't think I'm doing a bit? You think I'm doing, Are a, you bit? doing a bit? Am I or am I not? I don't he, know. He, Trev loves himself some Sam Howell. Uh, bad news for EP as Jarrett Patterson is behind Jonathan Williams in this. Uh, yeah. Not bad news for me, but Samus Reyes is ahead of Curtis Hodges, Mar- uh, Armani Rogers, mm-hmm. Eli Wolf, and Alex Arma. He's listed just behind. Coulter. Eli Wolf was a recent signing, so uh, that was yeah. not there. Mm-hmm. There might be a little bit worry for me. Sadiq Charles listed as Sam Cosme's backup right now. Sadiq Charles is not making this team. I'm telling you right now, he's getting cut. Sadiq, Sadiq Charles is not making this team. He's been an absolute disappointment. He's I'm not going to disagree. Third, year? third or fourth year at this but, point, right? And he still can't even crack the crack a starting lineup as a. Well, as he was he was starting his first rounder. year or like off the bench his first year, and then. Ruined his knee, and he has yeah, and one and play, and yeah, that, and he wasn't starting. And I think he, nah, he started for somebody who had gotten hurt, and he went in for like one play, That's right? Yeah, the Giants and, game, and got hurt. So yeah, I I don't think he even makes the team. I think I, I thought his best chance would be as a guard, not as a tackle, which is why I kind yeah. of find it a little bit surprising there. Um, the nothing really, sh- you know, out, you know. Sh- shines here on the uh on the defense outside of they only list you know the the linebacker core it's not like a left or right it's just middle and outside i think that kind of points to the fact that they like to do a two set jamin davis is jamin davis is listed as the starting linebacker there and is behind him. Yeah, but you've been hearing a lot about in camp. He's not mm-hmm. been with playing with the one. So it's good to see him listed there. I think as, that was only in certain sets, by the way, that he wasn't playing yeah. with the ones. He He's the starting outside linebacker for sure. And they're definitely doing, you can call it Buffalo nickel, whatever you want to call it. They're definitely doing a 4-2, 4-2-5, uh, or they're going to do a 5-2-4, whatever. They're going to have either a third corner like St. Juiced, or they're going to have a third safety, like or they're going to have a fifth defensive lineman. They're only going to play two linebackers for probably 90% of the defensive snaps. 
So yeah, so worrying about uh, you know bringing in another linebacker, I think we should probably just forget that. I mean, they did Nathan Gary from the Eagles. Yeah, but they didn't bring anybody that's going to come in and, and not a big name. No one that's really. He almost had a pick today, but he dropped it in the end zone. Well, that's why he's Nathan. That's Gary. why we were able to pick him up this. But he late. was in the spot to make the play. David Mayo's never been in that spot. <laughs> I mean, Miracle Whip. Ooh. Yeah, you said got to got to stick with your got to stick with your bit miracle there. Whip. Alec Erickson is listed as the front you. runner for kick returner and yeah. punt returner. So, Trev, you got a got a little, little leg up on that battle. Give Dax Milton is listed as the the backup, and then of course nobody else on that list is going to make the team. So it'll be interesting to see where that lies. Again, mm-hmm. nothing really to take from this because it's, it's just for it's Saturday. just the first one. This is, you know, we'll see so a lot of changes for that. And, of and course, it, as I mentioned, we will have a 53-man roster breakdown with other content creators. Make sure you stay tuned for that because it is a great show you get a lot of smart people coming on here on Ref the District, giving their takes on certain positions. Let's see if we have any more. When J- uh, uh, Jamin Davis wasn't in with the ones, yeah. they were practicing yeah. different packages. Yeah, that's yep. what we've been hearing as well. Yep. Uh, this is Charles's third year, right? So why wouldn't you pay him close to zero for depth? That's that's fair. That's totally fair, but. I mean, he's just, not, he's just not producing. <laughs> Save I mean, your money. as a third rounder, he should be starting by now. Or so, coming off the bench right like right away. Yeah. Yeah, so be, be the first option off the bench. But yeah. you're right. I mean, he's See. depth, but is he good enough depth? Is he good enough? Is he better than uh, Chris Paul? Or is he better than guys I can't even think of right now who – who we picked up or undrafted free agents even, or seventh rounders, whatever. Is he better than them? Who knows? But he's been a disappointment. That's for sure. Yes. I mean, I'm glad that they got him in the fourth. I mean, I was really excited because yeah, the talk, the talk on him was that he was a first round talent. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Hasn't really lived up to that. So (laughs) hasn't lived up to that. So, but uh, we'll see where he was supposed to be something too. And look where he's at. (laughs) Well, I think most people expected that one not to really pay. That's why he was an undrafted free agent. I think fans were a little bit more excited than uh, than scouts or coaches. We're going to come back from the, uh, and and into the cool down. We're going to just talk about the preseason game coming up and then hit stoners grab bag. That's all coming up here on ref the district. 